For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. I was just having a look through my uh, best 17s over the next few weeks. We've obviously had a heap of that content dropping on Rugby League Guru YouTube and the podcast. If you want to go to Guru YouTube, guys, we've got the Roosters and the Bunnies last week. And then this afternoon, 3pm, we've got the Canberra Raiders. And then tomorrow, uh, I go through the Dolphins as well, a very interesting side. I was having a look at my Sharky side uh, heading into next season. Obviously, there's a lot of chat about the Cronulla Sharks. I brought up that left edge back row spot the other day. A lot of people assuming Teague Wilton will be there, which fair cop. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. But the left centre spot is also a very, very interesting one. Obviously, Sifa Talakai, he's been there the last few years. There's been a lot of defensive issues with that left edge. A lot of people blaming Boy- Moylan, some people blaming Talakai, some people blaming Wilton, uh, some people blaming all three. It's just a bit of a clusterfuck. We're not quite sure how it's all going to play out and how Craig Fitzgibbon is going to try and fix that. I think that Wade Graham came in and with his experience and his footy IQ, he helped it quite a bit. Uh, but with Braden Trindle going to that edge now, also not a great defender. Uh, you know, he's not expected to be because he's a you know a, a, an undersized halfback. But they are still going to have issues out there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and a lot of people are messaging me. And as you guys know, Kale Itero, uh, I've been talking him up for the last few years. I, I had a post, you know, at the start of last year, uh, talking about how I felt like um, he should. He, he's the breakout star as soon as he comes into first grade. Uh, so I think a lot of people are expecting me to demand he has to be there, and I, I want him to be there. I would pick him as left center, and I would pick Talakai elsewhere. Uh, but as we know with Craig Fitzgibbon. He doesn't seem to change his team all that much. He is, you know, he's very hesitant to make a lot of changes. And I think the reality is that we saw last season, there was really no indication of Ido coming into this side. In fact, um, there was a couple of times where he was 18th man and whatnot. He was very close to coming in. uh, And they ended up going with Connor Tracy anyway. When they had injuries, they went Connor Tracy. Obviously, Tracy's out of the building now. So I do think Ido is definitely the next man up. Potentially, Cade Dykes jumps ahead of him. I don't think he will. uh, But I think he is the next man up. And I see in a lot of people that are naming their teams, around one um, that they've got. You know, at left center, Sipitalakai in the second row are on the bench. And I understand where you're coming from, but I, uh, as much as I love Kale, I, I am far from convinced that Craig Fitzgibbon is going to make this change. As I said, we didn't get any indication of it last season. Uh, and you know what, Talakai is not the greatest defender in the world. I understand that. But I think in attack, 
people really do sleep on him. And I think that because he had that game against Manly where he was fucking extraordinary and did things that we've never, we haven't seen in a long time, he sort of set this unbelievable ceiling for himself that he hasn't really been able to get to. But I honestly think it's one of the most dominant halves I've ever seen by a footballer. So that shouldn't be the expectation for Sifa. Um And when you have a look through his season, once again, it's pretty fucking impressive. I was having a look through some stats the other day um, and just over the weekend, having a look at a few different things, a few, a few, the, you know, seeing if I could find stats to back up some of my takes that I'm going to have over the next few weeks heading into the preseason and whatnot. And I found some really interesting stuff on Talakai. Now, I always bring up that when people want to bag Talakai and, you know, say, you know, point out all of his downfalls and everything, I think it also is always worth noting that the guy, you know, his he, the meters that he makes out of center are unbelievable. Uh, he's a guy that averages about 180 run meters per game, which is just off its head. Like, you just don't see that. Um, and, you know, especially in the center position, it's unbelievable that that's how many meters he is going for every single game. Uh, it is just crazy. And I think that we do uh, sleep on that a little bit when it comes uh, to Talakai. I think it is a little bit unfair uh, that sometimes we just sort of brush over that sort of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I think Talakai, he has been, you know, in attack, he has been absolutely tremendous. Uh, sorry, his season average at center last year was 100. 165 run meters per game. So when you have a look at the guys that absolutely topped it, um, you know, you had Dylan Edwards, Greg Marshew, Brian To'o, Tom Travojevic. This is on average, guys. Chans, uh, Payne Haas, James Tedesco, Corey Oates, Daniel Tupu, uh, Lockie Miller's in there. Connor Trace's in there as well, but he played l- limited games. Uh, Phil Sami's in there. Adam Vanilla Blake, Val Holmes. So Val Holmes is the first genuine centre we get to, uh, and Val was averaging 169 run meters uh, last year. So... Talakai, not that far behind him, 165. Keep in mind, when we're talking run meters, obviously fullbacks and wingers, they get a lot of extra run meters because they're returning kicks and whatnot. Every time they return a kick, they probably pile on 15-plus meters each and every time. Your centers don't really get these opportunities, so you need to take that into consideration. So when a guy like Gago, who had a career year last year, is averaging 168 and Talakai is 165, Pretty damn impressive. You think about how many run meters Jermaine Asako, Taruva had this year. They're both exactly the same as Siva Talakai. So obviously that, that, that's the standout one that I always talk about that I think that we underappreciate with him. The amount of meters he gets out of his own end. And the Sharkies, they use him a little bit like what the Panthers used to use. Viliami Kikau coming out of their own end. They just go a two-man shift. They get him out on the edges and he generates a lot of meters out there. Um, and I think that's what you expect with Siva Talakai because he's such a big, powerful ball runner. The stuff that sort of surprised me and I'm going to start off by talking about Dom Young here, right? So when you have a look at the most tries that were scored last year, uh, Dominic Young, he led the league with 25 tries. Jermaine Osako, not far behind on 24. Um, and then you've got Dallin Matenis lesnak also on 24. Greg Marcy on 22. So four guys that I think between Dom Young, Osako, DWZ and Greg Marcy, we would all say those guys had absolute career seasons. They were phenomenal. Scoring 24 or 25 tries in a season is unbelievable. Uh, and all three of them had career-high years by far and away. Um, you know, the guy that was fifth on the list was Mulatalo, who, I, I don't know, by Mulatalo's standards, I, he was good last year, but I, I'm not sitting here going, oh, my God, he had a breakout year like Marshu, DWZ, Isako, Dominic Young. I feel like no one really talked about Mulatalo throughout the season. He just went about his business. So he finished in the top five try scorers in rugby league. And when you have a think about... You know, obviously Dom Young, he, he, he was the top try scorer. KP won the Dalian medal. Dane Gagai was fucking unbelievable inside him. Probably his best 
year in first grade, I would say, probably outside of Origin games. I thought last year was Gagai's best season in rugby league. The guy inside Jermaine Osako, obviously for the start of the year, was Branko Lee, came up with a heap of tri-assists and whatnot. Uh, Jermaine Osako came up with a lot of individual efforts, though, to his credit. DWZ, obviously on the right edge for the New Zealand Warriors. They were, you know, one of the best edges in rugby league uh, last year in DWZ. He scored so many tries off the back of the work of SJ Chance, these sort of guys. And then Greg Marshew who played left wing. Now, what have we been saying for years? The best real estate in rugby league is the left wing when Kalen Ponga is conscious. I'll give you the hot tip. He was conscious last year, and Greg Marzio had an unbelievable season. Um, the guy that we probably don't talk about is fifth on the list, Ronaldo Molotalo. And who was inside him? Who was the guy that laid on a lot of his, play, his plays? It was Sifa Talakai. Uh, and I think we need to sort of appreciate that. And you know what I love as well? That, you know, it's all it's all easy to say, oh, the guy inside, he must have had a good season. Uh, and that's easy to say. And a lot of people would say, oh, well, Will Kennedy, Nico Hines, these sort of guys. And you know what? Sure, that's, that, that's a completely fair play. But we've sort of got stats to back it up as well. Um, if you have a look at Trisis for season 2023, um, I'll read you through the list. We've got Sean Johnson, Nico Hines, uh, Reese Walsh, Scott Drinkwater, Cody Walker, Kalen Ponga, Jerome Hughes, Nathan Cleary, Ben Hunt, Luke Keary, Adam Reynolds, Cody Nicarima, Daly Cherry Evans. What do you notice about all these guys? They are spine players. Each and every single one of them is a fullback, halfback, or a 5'8". They're the top 13. Coming at number 14 is Sifa Talakai. Yeah, he had 17 tri-assists last year. Pretty damn impressive. Keep in mind, he had 17 tri-assists. Nico Hines had 28. He was second in the entire competition. So it's not like he's in a shit team and there's no one else laying on tri-assists. He had the second highest guy in the competition. And Sifa still managed to finish in the top 15. He's the only center. He's the first center to appear on that list. So out of the top 14 players, as far as tri-assists go in 2023, Sifa Talakai is the only one that is not a halfback, a 5'8", or a fullback. Next on that list is Bradman Best as well, who, as we know, Bradman wasn't on the right side. He was on the left side uh, for the Newcastle Knights. So pretty impressive from him to have 16 tri-assists this year. So Sifa Talakai. Some pretty impressive numbers there. Pretty impressive numbers to keep in mind uh, that he's set up there. Now, that's try assist. Let's have a look at line break assist, yes? This is line break assist, obviously a line break assist where you are the one that creates the line break. Uh, let's go through that list. So in number one, we had Reese Walsh with 37. Unbelievable. Nico Hines, number two again, 33. Cody Walker at number three. Scotty Drinkwater at number four. Kalen Ponger at number five. Cody Nicarima at six. Sean Johnson at seven. Uh, Jerome Hughes at eight. What have you noticed with all these guys so far? They are fullback, halfbacks, or 5'8". Coming in at number nine, Sifa Talakai. 24 tri-assists in 22 games. He's the only center in the top nine. There's only two centers in the top 10 for line break assists. You want to know who the other guy is? Dan Gagai played the exact same amount of games as Sifa Talakai and had two less tri-assists. Keep in mind, the leading tri-scorer in the competition, Dom Young, was outside him. I just think sometimes we sleep on the impact that Sivitalikai has on this Cronulla Shark side and how much he does in attack. Now, am I ignoring de defense? No, I'm not. It's been an issue for a long time. There is no denying that whatsoever. But I don't think you can just throw Sivitalikai out the window and say it's not working because sometimes there are defensive problems there. Attacking-wise... He is one of the best in the competition. He is leading. He's, he's a top three or four when it comes to uh, run meters per game. And teams are always trying to shut him down as well. He's not a guy that's flying under the radar. Teams are well and truly aware of this. They're getting up in his face. They're trying to stop him. He's also leading the competition for centers in triasis, leading the competition for centers in line break assist. And line break assist, he's a top 10 player in rugby league. 
It is wildly impressive. Jerome Hughes, the Melbourne Storm halfback. From 22 games, he had one more line break assist than, than Sipitalakai. Sean Johnson just had an absolute career year. He was incredible. He had a grand total of two more try assists than what Sivitalikai did. Sorry, two more line break assists than what Sivitalikai did. He played three more games than Talakai this year. It really is incredible what Talakai has done out there at centre. And I think because of that Manly game, because he set such a high ceiling and it blew us all away, we just we expect so much of Talakai. And I, I just don't think it's fair. And look, I've always had a soft spot for him. I called him to play Origin two years ago or so. He was my smoky. He ended up getting picked in the exact role I would have picked him in two years later. It didn't go well, though. It wasn't a good pick. There's no denying that whatsoever. Um, and I, and I, that's why I don't really claim that one. Uh, but Talakai, I've always been a huge fan of him. I grew up watching him play for the mascot Jets. He grew up local around here. Ended up being a Garbo and whatnot. Got himself back into first grade. I love guys that go around the hard way. It teaches them a lot of lessons. And Sifa, he's learned a lot of these lessons. I think that people saying that he just automatically shouldn't be in the side that Ito is going to come in and do a better job. I love him. I, I think he's a future star of our game. But is he going to do better than that? Is he going to come into first grade and maybe he improves their defense a little bit? We don't know, though. He's a rookie coming into the game. He doesn't have the experience to tell a guy. Is he going to be top 10? Um, centers, uh, sorry, top 10 players as far as line break assists? Is he going to be a top 15 player as far as try assists? I, I'm I'm just not convinced that it is the right move right now to bring um, Ito into the side. I'd love to have him there. I think he's an absolute superstar, and I think he will dominate once he gets there. But I can understand Craig Fitzgibbon's thinking with, well, hold on, I've got one of the most dominant centers in rugby league that teams seemingly cannot handle. Defensively, there are issues there 100%. But... To, to maybe improve slightly defensively with a rookie coming into the side to potentially lose all these attacking stats, is that what I want to do? Is that how much I want to change my team? I would start with um, Ito, don't get me wrong, because I think Talakai can be just so damaging coming off the pine. I think this kid's got a huge future. Uh, but when I look at these stats, I sit there and I go, you know what? I completely understand where Craig Fitzgibbon's coming from. I fucking get it. I get why he doesn't want to make changes. And I'm also thinking, you know what? If I'm an opposition centre, who would I rather come up against? I think I would rather take the gamble on the young rookie who, you know, he might be fast-footed, he might be very talented, but Sipitalakai, I know what I'm going to get every week and I can't fucking stop it. I know what he's going to do. He's going to draw in two or three plays. He's going to come up with offloads. He's going to make tackle breaks. If I kick down to Mulatalo's end, I know I'm going to get him on second tackle. I know he's going to push us through for post-contact meters. Can I catch him out defensively? Hope so. I'm relying on catching him out defensively because that's his only downside, but you would like to think that over time Craig Fitzgibbon's going to improve that despite what we've seen. I, I, I just think it's very unfair the way that we go at Sifatalakai. A lot of people sort of just assume he's crap. When you have a look at these numbers, he's actually a dy- dynamic, absolute gun centre. Keep in mind, he hasn't been a centre, yeah? He played as a centre coming through in the young grades. But in the NRL, he's only... Like, the centre position is pretty new to Sifa. He has been a back rower. He's been a middle forward for a long time. Even when he was out of the game, coming back through reverse reserve grade, it wasn't sort of at centre. It's at the Sharkies that they took this little gamble and they found an absolute gem there. Has he got deficiencies in his game? Yes, 100%. Don't get me wrong. But what he offers in attack is absolute sky high. I, I, I would imagine that the vast majority of you out there listening probably wouldn't have realised he's a top 10 player in rugby league for line break assists. Keep in mind how many his halfback steals off him because he's so ball dominant. I can't imagine that many people realise he's a top 15 player when it comes to triceps in the NRL. And he's the leading player that isn't a halfback, 5'8", or fullback in the entire competition for both those stats. Meanwhile... 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The guy that got the fifth most tries of the entire season that no one's talking about is the guy outside him. Ronaldo Molotalo, and he didn't have this huge breakout season like these other guys, so he didn't get the attention that they got. Uh, but the guys that did get it, Dom Young, for example, you have a look at all these stats, Sifa kind of beat Gagai in all of them. And as I said, I thought Gagai had a career year. I just don't think it's as, as cut and dry as people are pretending that you just need to get Sifa out there. Yeah, you know, you need to move him, you need to move... Um, Ito in. There's never been a bigger fan of him than me. I've been talking about him for years now, as I said. But in this situation, I completely understand why Craig Fitzgibbon is very, very hesitant to move Talakai because he brings something to that Cronulla Sharks side. He brings something to the NRL that essentially no other centre can. And if they can, they haven't shown it consistently like Talakai has in attack. A very, very interesting one. I just wanted to give a little bit of perspective when it comes to Talakai because I think people jump on his back very quickly and they're very quick to criticise him. But there is a lot of things in attack in particular that Talakai does that not many other players in this competition can do. Arguably right now, no other centre in this competition can do what he is doing on a regular basis. Keep in mind, he is still learning the position. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? Well, I know it's all of those subscriptions. I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on and I had them cancel the ones I didn't want anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pod24. That's rocketmoney.com slash pod24. rocketmoney.com slash pod24.